This shit a motherfucking layup. I been Steph Curry with the shot. Been cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 44 of Curry in the Pot. Back again with another episode, guys. I know you guys miss me, even though you heard me last week. But it's a new day, and it is also the beginning of a new week in the NFL. We say goodbye to week number 15, and hello to week number 16, which is the next to last week in the NFL. Things have been really crazy. A lot of teams still mathematically alive in the playoff hunt. So we have a lot to discuss. So... As always, I'm going to recap the previous week, and I'm going to discuss the upcoming week, which begins Saturday. We don't have any more Thursday night football. Thank you, Lord, because Thursday night games were just in the way, and a lot of them were just uninteresting to watch. Like last week, for instance, the Broncos and the Colts. Who wanted to watch that? Nobody. So glad that's over with. We're going to hop right in, and we're going to talk about week number 15. So, guys... Week 15, I bounced back. I bounced back, man. I went 12-4 and four on the picks. One of those games ended up that I lost ended up being the Redskins winning, who I didn't pick to win, but they won. I went 12-4 and four on the picks, had a bounce back week. 12-4 is 75%. So I did good, man. I did good, man. Shout out to me. But we did see some injuries occur. In week 15, we saw Antonio Brown go down in that 4 o'clock game, in that 425 game against the Patriots. He went down with an ankle injury. He's supposed to be out for until the playoffs. And Greg Zerline, kicker for the Los Angeles Rams, has been placed on IR. So he's out. Kind of sucks because he just killed me in fantasy. And then he gets hurt. It's like, ah. Uh. But those are the injuries that we want to focus on. Trent Williams, Redskins left tackle, is out for the remainder of the season. He's going to go get that knee surgery. You know, get well, Trent. We need you back next year. We need you back healthy. And we're going to talk about that. I'm also talk about, you know, guys that made the Pro Bowl, maybe possibly some snubs. So I'm going to talk about Week 15. So last Thursday, we had the Colts and the Broncos. And to not really anyone surprised, the Broncos got it done. It looked like they were going to lose early. Jacoby Brissett had scored a touchdown, but the Broncos won this game 25-13. Brock Osweiler came in for the injured Trevor Simeon, and he played He played decent. You know, decent enough for them to win. He didn't throw any interceptions, 12 out of 17 passing. He had a rushing touchdown as well. He played good. C.J. Anderson had 30 carries for a buck, 58 on the ground. Broncos got it done. I haven't said that a lot this year, but hey, they won 25-13. Moving on to the Saturday games. We had two of those. We had the Lions and the Bears. Detroit took that one. I picked that game correctly. Detroit won 20-10. They still remain alive mathematically in the NFC wildcard picture. So, Detroit has been a team to look out for. Matthew Stafford threw, threw a pair of TDs. Detroit got it done. They stay alive. They beat the Bears, which... Who've been actually the Bears have been decent this year. They've been better than I thought they would be. So, you know, I gotta give a little credit to them. But the Lions got it done 20 to 10. Moving on. The Chiefs and the Chargers. Can't even play the sound bite. 
unless I'm trolling. The Chargers just got destroyed in that game. They lost 30 to 13. Just didn't look good, man. Phillip Rivers threw three interceptions. Marcus Peters got one of those. I don't know, man. The Chiefs, I guess they finally wanted to play with a sense of urgency. They got it done. Tyreek Hill had a 64-yard reception. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt is the real story of that game, who had 24 carries, a buck 55, and a rushing touchdown. And he also did it receiving with seven catches, 51 yards, and a touchdown as well. Kareem Hunt, you know, I guess he's back, man. I guess he's back. He's been... Producing lately, like he was producing at the beginning of the year. Unfortunately, I was playing him in fantasy football. And, yeah, I might keep making a lot of references to fantasy football because I got knocked out of the championship round. I'm a little upset about that. Maybe a little is an understatement. But the Chiefs got it done 30-13. to I picked incorrectly. We got the Cardinals and the Redskins. The Redskins, the Washington Redskins won. They, they got it done 20-15. to we all know the Cardinals are shorthanded. They had three offensive linemen down. We know David Johnson got hurt early in the season, and they lost. Blaine Gabbert was the QB. Carson Palmer is out. We know that. But the Redskins, they won a game. Kirk Cousins had two TDs. Jamison Crowder caught a touchdown. Redskins have been playing with some different guys lately, man. Capri Bibbs had the touchdown. He, he hasn't been on the team that long, but he's looked all right. Redskins got it done 20 to 15. They faced Denver on Christmas Eve. We also have the Bills and the Dolphins. I picked that game correctly. The Bills won 24 to 16. They were led by Tyrod Taylor, who passed with 224 yards. LaShawn McCoy, he scored two touchdowns. And he also surpassed 10,000 career rushing yards. So shout out to Shady McCoy, aka Cut on a Dime. Shout out to him. The Bills are, as of right now, in the AFC wildcard picture. They, if the playoffs started today, the Bills would be in. Packers and Panthers. I picked this game incorrectly. I thought the bad man himself, Aaron Rodgers, was going to be back. I thought he was going to do wonderful things. Unfortunately, he threw three touchdowns and three picks, which cost them the fumble at the end of the game. I can't really put on him. But the Panthers are starting to really show me something. Cam Newton, Cameron Newton had four touchdowns on the day. Christian McCaffrey did it rushing as well as receiving. Greg Olson had nine catches, 116 yards. The Packers are not going to make the playoffs anymore. They needed to win. They needed to win out to even have a chance of getting in. Aaron Rodgers has now been placed back on injury reserve. Panthers, though. I like what y'all are doing, man. I like what y'all are doing. Ravens and Browns. To no one's surprise, really, the Ravens won 27-10. The Ravens still remain relevant and in the hunt in the AFC wildcard race. They got it done. Their defense has been really phenomenal this year. Like, they have to lead the NFL in, in takeaways. They have to. They've been playing great. Like I said, man. Ravens, I don't really want to see him in the playoffs. I don't want to see Joe Flacco in the playoffs. Like, uh, I, I don't know, man. But the defense has been really good. Alex Collins, their running back, he's been playing great. Got to give credit when credit is due. Ravens, 27-10. Moving on, Jaguars and Texans. That game was an absolute blowout, an obliteration, annihilation, or whatever you want to call it. The Jags win 
45-7 and they clinched their first playoff berth in 10 years. That has to feel great. Blake Bortles has actually been playing like a competent QB. He's been playing really good, man. If Blake Bortles can remain and stay playing like this, you have to really account for the Jaguars. They got this game. They won handedly, and Leonard Fournette didn't even play. Like I said, Blake Bortles had a hat trick of touchdowns. They did it with some some different guys receiving. Jaden Mickens and Keelan Cole had big days. Corey Grant. The Jaguars, man. I'm, I'm really rooting for you guys in the playoffs, man. I hope you guys do some good things. Jags had it done 45-7. Vikings and Bengals, another blowout. 34-7 was the final score. The Vikings clinched the NFC North with that win. Case Keenum, who's still been playing really good. 20 out of 23 passing, 236 yards, two touchdowns. Latavius Murray has also been giving them contributions lately. He had over 70 yards rushing and a touchdown. And the Vikings, they got it done, man. They clinched the NFC North, like I just said. Team to watch out for in the playoffs, man. Super Bowl is in Minnesota, too, so that, that's a little incentive for them. We got the Saints and the Jets. I knew this game would be kind of interesting, but Mark Ingram had a big day. He had two TDs. Michael Thomas has been playing really good for them. Nine catches, 93 yards. Drew Brees still balling out there. He had two touchdowns. I really didn't think the Jets really had a chance with Bryce Petty starting that QB. I just didn't. Saints got it done. Eagles and Giants. I said I called this game exactly how it was going to go. I said the Giants will give the Eagles a run for their money. And that's exactly what happened. Nick Foles, though, he didn't play bad. He had four touchdowns. First game starting, replacing the injured Carson Wentz. He had four touchdowns. Eli Manning. Threw for over 400 yards and had three touchdowns. Sterling Shepard had a big day, 138 yards receiving and a touchdown. I actually thought that the Giants were going to win this game for a second. I knew it was going to go like that. And I, I figured the Eagles would win a close game. I wonder, can Nick Foles continue to keep this up? I don't know, man. The Gi- Beating the Giants doesn't tell me too much, so I really don't know. Rams and the Seahawks. This game was... I don't even know what to say, man. I thought the Seahawks just didn't show up. It wasn't a game. It was not. It was not. In fact, Todd Gurley had a monster game. He had four TDs, three rushing, one receiving. The Rams got it done 42-7. to seven. I picked this game incorrectly, but I don't know why. Because I like the Rams. And I know where I'm going with this. I love head coach Sean McVay, who was the former offensive coordinator of the Washington Redskins. The guy has got the Rams playing. The defense played phenomenal. Aaron Donald had three sacks. They sacked Russell Wilson six times in that game. The Rams, man, I don't I don't want to fall into the, the hype, but I might have to. Big day for the Rams. 42-7 was the final score, and they take control of the NFC West. Moving right along, the first game they saw some controversy was the Patriots and the Steelers. The final score was 27 to 24. We all know about the Jesse James touchdown that in the old days would have been a touchdown, but replay reversed the call. It was a crazy game. 
I was thinking this before that game. I said the team that wins this game will not win if these two teams face each other in the playoffs. So I think the Steelers will get the Patriots back in the playoffs. We did see Antonio Brown go down. Hopefully he is A-OK and good enough to perform in the playoffs when that time comes. Tough loss for the Steelers, but the Patriots, I guess you got to give credit when it's due. Rob Gronkowski had a big drive. You know, he, he was a monster at the end of the game, man. He really was. He had nine catches, a buck 68 receiver. And New England Patriots win this game by pure luck, I would say. Titans and 49ers. The 49ers are undefeated with Jimmy Garoppolo. They're 3-0. and I like what the 49ers are doing. I really do. Because they hired John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan. And they gave the, both of those guys six-year deals. Hired John Lynch as the first-time GM and Kyle Shanahan first-time head coach. They're giving these guys some time to, you know, work everything out. And I think Jimmy Garoppolo has to be has to be the building block in their franchise QB going forward. I just like what they're doing because it shows patience and it shows trust within the organization. And that's exactly what you want. You're giving these guys six years to get it right. So if they do bad in the first two years, like what they're doing now in the first year, they're not really having a good season. But... They have a long leash. You're not not putting them on a short leash. They have time to get it right, which I really think they will. Now, they got a lot of draft picks coming up. Maybe they draft Saquon Barkley. I don't know. But the 49ers beat the Titans, who I don't think are really good, 25-23 final score. And then on Sunday Night Football, we had the Cowboys and the Raiders, a game that saw a lot of controversy with index cards. Index cards. You know... I feel bad for the Raiders, man. I've never seen anything like that. I guess I've seen it all. You know, games getting decided by index cards and Derek Carr fumbling at the end of the game. But the Raiders, man, I guess this has been the story of the year, man. I don't know. <laughs> Cowboys got it done 20-17, though. The Cowboys remain relevant in the NFC wildcard picture. But give you my thoughts when I talk about Week 16 predictions. And then we have the Monday Nighter. The Falcons and the Buccaneers. The Falcons got it done. They were led by Devontae Freeman, who had 22 carries, a buck 26 rushing, one TD, five catches, and 68 yards. I played him in fantasy, so you know it hurt my soul. It really did. The Bucs have been really disappointing. The Falcons, another team that remains relevant in the NFC wildcard picture. It's getting down to the nitty-gritty, man. It's going to be close. You got the Falcons, the Cowboys, the Seahawks, all trying to get into that wild card. Lions too, so it's going to be very interesting. So let's move right along into week 16. I'm going to give you guys my picks. Week number 16 is upon us. It's kind of bittersweet, guys. I'm not going to really be able to drop these weekly episodes anymore, especially on Thursdays. But enough of the sad stuff. Let's get right into these games. And I'm not feeling these games this week. They're kind of whack for the most part. There's a few good ones. But we start off the weeks on Saturday with the Ravens and the Colts. <laughs> I'm going with the Ravens to win this one. Uh, the Colts, like I said, a few weeks ago, they should just disband the franchise. They suck. They're awful. They're awful. Ravens, I'm taking them. Another Saturday night game, we have the Packers and the Vikings. A game that doesn't really mean much. Aaron Rodgers on IR, so it doesn't really mean much. 
I expect the Vikings to win this game on the road in Lambeau. So I'm going with the Vikings. We have the Redskins and the Broncos. I didn't circle this one, but I'm going with Denver. Trent Williams is shut down. Yvonne Miller is coming to town. Chris Harris Jr., who got snubbed from the Pro Bowl, is in town, as well as Akeem Tlaib. I just don't know, man. This is a real tricky game. I think it'll be close. Won't see a lot of points scored. Maybe like a 17-14 game, 17-13. 20-17. It won't be a lot. It won't be. I won't. We won't see over 24 points scored in this game. But I'm taking the Broncos. I'm going with Denver. Moving right along, we got the Panthers and the Buccaneers. I'm taking the Panthers off the strength of Cam Newton and off the strength of just how the Panthers have been playing this year. Offense has been cool. Defense has been playing really well. I'm going with the Panthers. We got the Bears and the Browns. I think the Browns could win this game, but I'm taking the Bears. I expect Jordan Howard to do some work on the ground this week. I'm taking Chicago. Bengals and the Lions. The Lions still have something to play for. So with that being said, I'm taking them to win on the road in Cincinnati. So I'm going with the Lions. Chiefs and Dolphins. I know the Dolphins beat the Patriots a few weeks ago, but then they lost to the Bills last week, which leads me to believe that you cannot trust them on a weekly basis. Chiefs, on the other hand, you can't really trust them. We know they had their hot start, and then they just fell off, losing like five out of six games. I don't know. But I'm going with Kansas City. They got one of my favorite players, Tyreek Hill. Kareem Hunt's been playing well. They should be the Dolphins. I'm going with the Chiefs. Patriots and Bills, I think this game will be a good one. I'm going with New England, though. Remember the last game they two teams played? It was the Gronk elbow and Tredavious White. That game was really close. It was a good game. I'm going with the Pats, though. Saints and the Falcons. I'm going to be honest. I want the Falcons to win because I don't want the Cowboys to get into the playoffs. But I think the Saints will win. They're really angry about that Thursday night showdown a few weeks ago, which saw the Falcons win and Deion Jones with the game-sealing interception. They also lost Alvin Kamara due to concussion in that game, but he is back. And I'm going to take the Saints at home. I'm going to take the Saints at home to win this one. So Saints over the Falcons. Jets and Chargers. Now go Chargers, go. I'm taking the Chargers. They still have something to play for. And could still potentially get in the playoffs. They need some help from some other teams. But I think they could win. But I don't think the Jets are just going to be a pushover. Todd Bowles has had this team playing really well. They don't have a lot to work with. Don't have a lot of good players. I think the Jets will give them all they can handle. So I'm going with the Chargers. Titans and Rams. I'm taking the Rams to win this one. Off of the strength of what I saw last week. And you know what I've seen this season as a whole. Our offense has been crazy. When you can run the ball and play defense, which is a recipe for success, especially in late December and January, you're going to have a really good chance of winning. I'm going with the Rams. We have the 49ers and the Jaguars. I I really like what the 49ers are doing with Jimmy Garoppolo, but I, I expect that to come to a halt. To an end against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who have been hot lately. Blake Borders has been playing well, as I mentioned earlier. So I'm going with the Jags. This game's on the road for them. You know, you got an East Coast team going west. I'm still going with the Jags. You got the Cardinals and the Giants. I'm going to take the G-Men to win this one. The Cardinals are banged up. They just lost to the Redskins, for crying out loud. I'm going with the Giants to win. And we got the Cowboys and the Seahawks. One of a few interesting games this week, a game that has a lot, you know, riding. 
And we will see the return of Ezekiel Elliott, who's returning from a six-game suspension. The game is at home in Jerry's World. Ezekiel Elliott is bike. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. I know a lot of Cowboys fans are really happy he's free. The suspension is over. We don't have to worry about that anymore. I, I got tired of hearing about it. So, go for the Cowboys. He'll be back this week. I expect the Cowboys to win. Even though I want C the Seattle Seahawks to win, I expect the Cowboys to win. The Cowboys, they play a brand of football that is, like I just mentioned with the Rams, it's a really good formula for success to win in late December and early January. Now, when you run the football, the way they can do it with Ezekiel Elliott, who is a dynamic running back, and the defense is playing good this year, too. You know, Demarcus Lawrence has been having a good year. I actually like their young corners, Jordan Lewis and Cheeto Bayouzi. I like them. They're only going to get better. I like the Cowboys to win this one. I'm going with Dallas. Texans and Steelers. I'm taking Pittsburgh. Foregone conclusion there. Then we have the Eagles and the Raiders. The Raiders just lost last week, man. They deserve to lose again. I'm taking the Eagles. So let's talk about these Pro Bowl rosters. The Steelers have the most Pro Bowlers. They have eight guys who have been selected to go to the Pro Bowl. And those guys are Antonio Brown, Mr. Business is booming himself, Ben Roethlisberger, Le'Veon Bell, the kicker Chris Boswell, Ryan Shazier, who's out for the season. He still got selected. Their tackle, Alejandro Villanueva. Their guard, David DeCastro. And center, Mike Marquise Pouncey, I'm sorry. I was thinking about his brother. Still has got eight guys in. The Saints, they have some players. I'm going to just do AFC first. So on offense for the AFC, wide receiver, we have Antonio Brown. DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green, Keenan Allen. Offensive line at tackle, we have Alejandro Villanueva, Taylor Luan, and Donald Penn. For guard, we have Calicio Simile and David DeCastro and Richie Incognito from the Bills. At center, we have Marquise Pouncey, as I just mentioned, and Rodney Hudson from the Raiders. At tight end, we have Travis Kelsey and Rob Gronkowski. The three quarterbacks, we have Tom Brady, Phillip Rivers, and Ben Roethlisberger. Running back, Le'Veon Bell, Kareem Hunt, and LaShawn McCoy. And fullback is James Devlin from the Patriots. And on defense at DM, we have my guy Joey Bosa, Calais Campbell, Khalil Mack. Interior D lineman, we have Geno Atkins, Jarrell Casey, and Malik Jackson. Outside linebacker, we have Von Miller, Jadevian Clowney, and Terrell Suggs. Inside linebacker, CJ Mosley, Ryan Shazier. Cornerback, AJ Bouye, my favorite player in the NFL, Jalen Ramsey, Akeem Talib, and Casey Hayward. At free safety, we have Eric Weddle, strong safety, Rashad Jones, and Micah Hyde. And for the special teamers, we have punter Brett Kern from the Titans, Chris Boswell, as I mentioned earlier, and return specialist, one of my favorite players in the NFL, Tyreek Hill, and Matthew Slater. For the NFC roster, we're going to start with the wide receivers, Julio Jones, Adam Thielen, Michael Thomas, and Larry Fitzgerald. At tackle, we have Tyron Smith, Trent Williams, my guy, Lane Johnson, at guard, we have Zach Martin, Brandon Brooks, and Brandon Scherf. Center, we have Alex Mack, Travis Frederick. Tight end, we have Jimmy Graham and Zach Ertz. For the quarterbacks, we have Carson Wentz, Russell Wilson, and Drew Brees. Running backs, we have Todd Gurley, and we have a pair of running backs from the Saints, the dynamic duo of Mark Ingram and rookie Alvin Kamara. 
And for the fullback, we have Kyle Jusic from the 49ers. And DNs, we have Everson Griffin, Demarcus Lawrence, Cameron Jordan. D-line, D-tackles, we have Fletcher Cox, Aaron Donald, Gerald McCoy. Outside linebacker, Chandler Jones, Ryan Kerrigan, Anthony Bart. Inside linebacker, Luke Keekley and Bobby Wagner. The cornerbacks, Xavier Rhodes, Patrick Peterson, the rookie Marshawn Lattimore, and Darius Slay. Free safety, we have Earl Thomas, strong safety, Landon Collins, and Malcolm Jenkins. For special teams, we have punter Johnny Hecker and kicker Greg Zerline, who will be replacing these out for the season. And return specialist Farrell Cooper, kick returner from the Rams, and Buda Baker from the Cardinals. So now I'm going to get into a couple of guys who I think got snubbed. I'm going to start with Yannick Ngakwe. Not saying this because he's from Maryland and because he went to Maryland, but the guy had six forced fumbles this year. And he had 11 sacks. He had half a sack more than Khalil Mack, so there's an argument right there. Alex Smith, I thought he was having a Pro Bowl caliber year. Learn for net, I think he had a Pro Bowl caliber year. I see who else. Case Keenum could have been in consideration. He's been having a monster year. I thought he he should have gotten it. Devontae Adams is a guy who I really thought got snubbed. He's been playing great, especially without Aaron Rodgers. He has 74 catches, 885 yards, and 10 touchdowns. It's hard to really say if, you know, he should have got in over Julio Jones. Adam Thielen has been having a great year. I see why he got in well-deserved. Larry Fitzgerald been playing good, too. I don't don't know. I can't really say. But he should get in as an alternate. But I'm going to wrap things up, guys. I just want to thank you guys for listening one last time, man. And just being with me on this journey, man. This was episode 44. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. But tomorrow I'm dropping episode number 45. I'm going to drop some NBA news for y'all, man. <laughs> some NBA news. So be ready. I'm going to drop some NBA fire for you guys, man. It's been a minute. So if you listen to this episode today, man, send me questions for tomorrow, man. I don't want to answer a lot of questions. But I'm going to talk some NBA and I'm going to predict some bowl games tomorrow as well. But I just want to thank you guys for listening one last time. I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Y'all are here for me before the New Year. So I'm not going to say Happy New Year, but Merry Christmas to everybody, man. Enjoy the holidays, man. Happy holidays from me to you and your family, man. Just enjoy all that quality time, man. You know, just don't take this for granted. So I just want to thank everybody for listening one last time. It's Mike Kirby signing out. Episode number 44 is done. Peace. Happy holidays.